Welcome to another exciting episode of The Adventures of Two Dudes. I'm Manny. And I'm Scott. So today we're going to be discussing about our uh, traditions during our Christmas. And later on we'll be talking about um, our datings. And, and we actually have a special guest today. Our very first special guest. My <laughs> baby sister, Amanda, has joined us today. Our very first guest. And she will be adding a female perspective when it comes to dating. And then our last segment, we'll talk about uh, New Year's resolutions and traditions. So, um, so let's start it off. Um, Sounds great. I'll have you do the honors to introduce your sister, Scott. Perfect. Okay. So again, like we said, our very first special guest is my little sister, Amanda, um, who has just arrived yesterday um, to the Valley. So we're glad to have her. Um, and again, our very first guest uh, and our, our very first female perspective on our show. So that's going to be a, a great uh, thing to, to add to this uh, podcast. Um, so welcome, sister. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> uh, I should apologize ahead of time, but I'm not going to because I live my life without apologies. So, uh, yes, I'm very excited. Scott is one of my big brothers. I have four. Um, the coolest. The coolest, <laughs> always. Uh, yes, I'm a baby sister, but I'm not so much a baby anymore. What? 36. What? Uh, I, li- I live in Utah currently. Um, yeah, very excited to be here, so thanks for having me, guys. We're glad to have you. Two awesome dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and she is one of our loyal listeners to our podcast. I think we're up to 20 now. Um, so, yeah. 20 plus. 20, yeah, we're, we like to look at it like 20 plus. Um, so those of you that are out there listening to us, thank you. We appreciate each and every one of you, all 21 of you. Um, thank you. And, and uh, yeah, so we're going to have fun. Um, kind of going back in time, because today is the 29th of December, 2018. So Christmas was four days ago. Um, we were going to do a show. I think we maybe mentioned this. Yeah, but unfortunately, one of us got sick. And, and yeah, the last two times we were going to get together, I was sick and then Manny was sick. So we have not recorded. No, so we have to make up for our listeners. Yeah. So, so um, Christmas. Yes, uh, Christmas was actually a little different for me. Just because my siblings are out of state. One lives in North Carolina and the other one's in Houston. So uh, usually I like to, you know, look forward to seeing the little ones and stuff like that. And this year, they weren't around. So it was a little different, kind of sad, but uh, luckily we do have FaceTime. So I got day. to see them and, and open up their, see them open up their gifts and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I uh, actually went to go see a movie with you. Who'd you see that movie with? <laughs> uh, yeah, some guy named Scott. Pretty cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he's all right he's sometimes. All right. But no, it was that was different. I never actually went to a movie on a Christmas day. Me neither. That was the first for both. Yeah, of it was us. pretty packed, but it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, we saw Holmes and Watsons. I think. Yeah, it was. the new Will Ferrell. So. Um, <laughs> it was funny. It wasn't the best movies ever. Done. Right, right. But um, a lot of t- the traditions that I usually have on Christmas Day, I didn't experience this year. So it's kind of depressing in a way. Yeah. It, normally, you know, we uh, family makes tamales and. And we play like games and puzzles. I usually do a puzzle like every year during Christmas. Nice. And this year I didn't. It was just like, man, that sucks. But you know, just another day. And and unfortunately, you know, maybe one time I'll, I'll or one day I'll do it. But 
this year's kind of was different. What about yours? Mine was very uh, different as well because normally as our family gets together on, on Christmas Day, we have our dinner. Um, sometimes we'll do the traditional dinner like we're going to do this year. Um, but we're actually doing it tomorrow on Sunday instead of Christmas Day. And so... Um, it was a little bit different because everybody decided not to get together on Christmas Day, which for me, you know, not having, uh, you know, any kids or anything, it made it um, kind of lonely, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, but it was actually nice on the other hand because I got to sleep in for the first time in like 10 days. <laughs> so I was really excited about that. Um, and then, you know, you and I had plans to meet up for a movie in the early afternoon, so I went and did that. And then I actually went and saw a movie at the end of the evening um, as well. I went and watched Vice, yeah, <laughs> which is a phenomenal movie, by the way. I won't go into it, no spoiler alerts, but um, go see it if you get a chance. Um, yeah, a former student um, in, invited me to um, come hang out and, and, and see a movie, so I did that. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was a little different Christmas day, but right. it was a nice, relaxing Christmas day. And like I said, with my sister in town and her family, um, we're going to get all of our siblings together. Our mom is on her way uh, into the valley today, and then uh, we're going to get together tomorrow and celebrate uh, Christmas on the 30th. So it's a little different, but, but it's, been, it's been a good one. Mm -hmm. Sister, what about yours? So our Christmas, um, like I said, I live in Utah. We've been down there 14 years. Wow, that long? Yeah. I know. Wow. That's what I always say. Yeah, 14 years. Um, and um, I'm divorced and we co-parent uh, our three children. And both of our families live here in the Valley. We're the only ones really out of all of our siblings on both sides um, that have moved away. And so up until about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, we would come up to the Valley, to Idaho to spend Christmas. We would be up here for two weeks and do Christmas Eve with his family and do midnight mass and all that kind of stuff. And then do Christmas Day with my siblings and um, it just got to a point where, number one, the weather's almost always bad, the roads are terrible, and so we decided, okay, I decided, <laughs> I put my foot down, and said, look, I want the kids to wake up in their own beds Christmas morning, see the presents under their own tree, because before then, we were packing everything up here to Idaho, and then we would go to this house and this house and this house, so I decided, against his will <laughs> to stay home and that's what we've done ever since so we wake up usually the kids sleep until about 8 30 or 9 which is amazing mm -hmm. uh we open our presents and literally do nothing the rest of the day we stay in our pajamas we have a big breakfast mm -hmm. um if it's snowing we go sledding but we don't have to go from house to house to house that's and nice. we all get naps in and we just eat nice. until we're miserable and it's just really nice um it's nice that we he and I can share the holiday together, and so he comes to the house early in the morning before the kids wake up, so he's there with the kids, and throughout the day, all of the kids um, come up to either one of us and just tell us how much they love that we stay home and mm -hmm. don't have to go anywhere. Yes, we miss our family, yeah. but it's so nice to have that time just at home and not bounce from house to house to house, mm -hmm. and so we can have Nerf Wars and play the Sega yeah. <laughs> and the Wii and just hang out. So that's what we do and have done for the last several years. I'm sure it'll be different once I have grandkids. Now, do you like watching like Christmas? So, yes. So Christmas Eve, we do um, Christmas socks and a Christmas movie. Um, we have all the Christmas movies. <laughs> and so this year I got them Men in Tights, which... Oh, okay. Wow, that's a classic. That it's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, so I got it and I'm like, okay, is this even appropriate for my kids? I don't know. I don't remember. Let's just watch it. 
So we did that Christmas Eve, and then Christmas night we watched White Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the classics. That's a must. With my grandma. Um, I'm all about the old Hollywood thing, so Mm -hmm. we stay up and watch that. Um, But that's basically it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just nice to stay home and not have to rush to go from house to house. Right. Absolutely. I don't know. I love it. Well, and to follow up on that as well, that's one thing that I do on Christmas Eve, and I've done this for years and years. Is I love the classic movies. Sometimes it'll be White Christmas, but if I get a chance, I'll watch both White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life. Right. But I didn't have time this this year to watch both, but I watched It's a Wonderful Life, which I do that every year at Christmas Eve. And that, the, I mean, 1946, Black and White, Donna Reed, and J- James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. I mean, it is just my favorite holiday movie of all time. Yeah, it's a good year. movie. I mean, it's a yeah. classic. Oh, you've never. I've never. My sister just whispered off air that she's never seen. All right, we're yeah. gonna have to do something. Like that. I can't. You will love that movie. I promise you. It's and it's 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 really really good. It's kind of uh, it makes you think of life in a whole different way. Yeah. yeah. I was really surprised when I first time I saw it. It was just like. Yeah. Well, and I love it too because it takes it from like it starts out in 1919 and then runs up through World War II. Mm-hmm. And I love that they kind of cover the 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 decades in between, and you know, in in a in a great meaningful story way that ends on Christmas Eve, and that's what makes it a Christmas movie. A lot of people will only watch like 20 minutes of it, and they're like, I don't see any Christmas in here, mm-hmm. but it's still a Christmas holiday movie, and right. I I just love it and. It makes me laugh, makes me cry, all the cliches, you know. I mean, every year, I know it's coming. It's like when you watch Field of Dreams, you know that moment's going to happen where it's going to make you cry, and you're okay with it. And all of a sudden, Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, exactly. Um, Waterworks, and you're okay with it. But, and that's how it is. That, yeah, It's a Wonderful Life does that to me every single time. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful movie. It's a wonderful life. Yes. <laughs> what about you? What did you? Because I know you really used to watch Christmas Story. I, I still do. Do you still it, watch it's, it? It's a tradition. I have to watch it. Uh, I watched Christmas Story. I watched Wonderful Life, and and I recently just found an old movie, uh, Holiday Inn, with um, uh, Bing Crosby and yes. uh, Fred Astaire. Great yes. movie. Um, and. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. <laughs> I watched that. That's uh, I think Jim Henson threw that out back in the early '80s. So, but yeah, those are the ones that I watched. So, is that like Fraggle Rock? Yeah. Christmas? So, uh, hey, you know, there's it's, there's there's a lot of good tunes on there. So you don't you're laughing too hard. No, no, you're laughing way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> she had to put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah but that's, I, that's, I usually watch those I, I love that and then and the, there's just the, the magic of like Christmas movies I don't know what it, it's just you know you get you get to watching it it's the time of the year I mean I only watch it during Christmas obviously I think most people do um, but there's just this whole magic about Christmas still even as an adult and I love it and 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 watching some of these movies um brings that back it kind of just brings that feeling back of christmas morning with with family and 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 all the things that we used to do as kids and i i don't know i think that's just it's something magical about it that's just awesome but i was also thinking we were also talking about christmas traditions and one of the things that i wanted to mention was that when we were kids 
our mom used to have a, a day, a day or two before Christmas, where we would get together and we'd make um, sugar cookies, mm. and we would frost them with her, and so she would make all these different uh, types of frostings, and we would put, you know, food coloring in them, and we had these little red hot uh, things that we'd throw on there, and sprinkles, and the little BBs, remember the little Summer BBs? BBs yep. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot I'd seen those. Silver <laughs> BBs, That's right. which probably shouldn't have been edible, but um, <laughs> the BBs still like it. <laughs> Shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. You, better, you gotta be careful. Yeah. But that was such a cool tradition, and and I I just I, I was thinking about that uh, when we were talking about putting this show together a couple weeks ago, and so I wanted to mention that. Um, so, with with you guys, go ahead, Manny. Tell is there any tr uh, Christmas traditions that you guys do as a family that that maybe you don't do anymore, but that you used to, and then. Uh, um, yeah, we, we actually do a puzzle. We actually get like one of those big puzzles that have like thousand pieces. And we usually just, everybody just participates and put in this puzzle. So we, and it's got to be like Thomas King Cole type puzzle or, oh, yeah. you know, and it's, it's uh, we should do that every year. But unfortunately, we haven't done that in a long time. But. <laughs> you need to just bust it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Like, listen, three o'clock, puzzle time. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> you have to wait till next year. Exactly. Stop what you're doing. Because <laughs> I'm about to ruin. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's it. That's pretty much it for that's me. Cool. Just... We, well, like Scott said, we used to do sugar cookies, which I had totally forgotten until you just told me mm -hmm. about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I am just like. So good. Well, I was telling you the other day, I've just been so bob humbug this year, not for any particular reason, but just. I don't know, like, I love tradition, and our family has so many simple, big yeah. ones, especially around the holidays, but I think just being out of the valley for so long and having to do all the work yourself, all you other single parents, you can <laughs> relate to that. You're tired, right? You're tired, and I, I hate being in my kitchen. I don't know how my kids are still alive after all these years, because if I'm not making coffee or, like, eating Oreos... I wouldn't have a kitchen in my house. And so my daughter wants, my youngest, she's 10. She always wants to make sugar cookies. Mm. Always. And decorate them. And I love her so much. But I don't love her enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, yeah, I used to do that with mom. And it was one of my favorite things. And most of our extended family still does that. Every year they bake, I don't know how many dozens of cookies. And they all get together and, and paint them and stuff. And frosting just don't. Bowls. Yeah, frosting mm. bowls of frosting. And I just don't. I don't, we don't have a specific meal that we eat mm. anymore. I don't know growing up if maybe we did. No, because sometimes back it would, in the day, it would vary remember. between like we'd have a Mexican feast, yes, some that's years. right. That's right, we'd have tacos, and tamales yeah. So, and... I don't, I'm terrible. We just mm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we, I mean, well, that's not true. I guess we have a big breakfast, you know, fried potatoes and bacon yeah. and, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. But as far as traditions, we just don't during the day. I guess our traditions now come more as in the gift. Um, sortings, I guess, kind of thing. So um, I'm on this whole journey to simplicity thing with the kids and I, and we just, I want to get rid of stuff. Like, I'm mm -hmm. so tired of just my life overflowing of stuff. And so the past few years, um, I try to stick to five things a piece at Christmas time something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read, and something to give away. And so their list is a little bit more streamlined that way, so it's easier to shop. Mm -hmm. They know what to ask for. Sometimes we stay on Target, sometimes mm -hmm. we don't. But that's really our only tradition yeah. that we didn't do as kids that we do now. So, so was there any tradition that you were, had to experience while you were with 
your ex. Because I could explain one of mine. I actually had it to, well, my ex used to have a, um, a white elephant gift exchange. And Christmas Eve, or yeah, and I've never experienced anything like that. And most of her family are women, like single aunts and stuff. <laughs> so every time I got a gift, it was <laughs> it was like it was like a romantic novel. Was like, I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, it was like even like the cover of the book was kind of like kind of raunchy type. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah. And then my ex would be like, that's just the tradition that we have. But I like bought like a good gift for this white elephant party. You know, and I'm getting romantic novels. And, uh, Did you read it? <laughs> no, actually. Oh, come on. You <laughs> saucy man. That's in the next segment. <laughs> we, no, we didn't, um, as far as the ex, we didn't, they didn't really have any traditions. We would do, um, what about Christmas, Christmas Eve? Yeah, we would do Christmas Mass. Yeah. Um, before we all started having kids, really. Uh-huh. Um, and he's got a smaller family and they didn't get it together with the extended family. So we just did Christmas Mass and, um, opened up gifts. I don't even remember if his mom would make Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I gotta take it back to this. Um, there was a couple of Christmases with Manny and his family. Mm-hmm. I was there all the time. Well, you were over, you were at our house a lot too. True. But his mom made tamales um, Christmas Eve day, if I'm not mistaken. And there was one time, and I think we were in high school, maybe we were sophomore, junior year, I can't remember. But you and I took like a whole plate into your room <laughs> and played video games. And that's what we did. <laughs> we sat and ate and played video games and played Nintendo for the entire day. And and That and is we, true. Do you remember that? Yes. I think it happened a couple times. And Pepsi and Coke. I think right. that's all we did. The evidence shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had stuff it was it was all over our clothes. And yeah, we were guilty. We didn't try to hide it. But we walked back out in the kitchen, I think. It was Christmas Eve night before I was going to go back home mm-hmm. to my house, and I think your mom got a little upset with us because we had eaten uh, dinner. We ate dinner. We took <laughs> their dinner. Yeah, we had, we had so many that we ate. And we're teenagers, so you know, we yeah. grown boys. We grown <laughs> boys. That was our excuse, but uh-huh. yeah, I just remember doing that. I think, God, I think we did that a couple times. Mm-hmm. But anyway, his mom was such a sweetheart. She never got that angry with us. Nah, she just made more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which, of course, we ate. <laughs> <laughs> and around and round we go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, I think that concludes our Christmas segment. Yeah. Um, we yeah. certainly um, hope that all of our listeners, again, all 21 of you, um, we hope that you guys all enjoyed your Christmas uh, with your family or, or alone or whatever the case may be. If you traveled, hopefully you had safe travels, you enjoyed your journeys. Uh, to and from the various places, um, but we just wanted to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and um, Happy New Year coming up and Happy Holidays all around. All right. 
Welcome back. We're uh, starting our second segment of the day, um, and we're actually revisiting an old uh, topic that we did um, for episode six, um, and it was about dating, and we called it "What's Love Got to Do with It?" Got to do with it. Um, for those of you, uh, you know, Tina Turner fans, we thought you'd like that. But um, so, if you haven't listened to that podcast, uh, please take a listen and 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 tell us what you think. Um, again. Anytime you listen to a podcast, <clears throat> we appreciate all the feedback that we can uh, get from you guys, uh, whether it's you know, texting us or, or whatever, but we'd actually prefer uh, the comments to go to our Facebook fan page under uh, The Adventures of Two Dudes, uh, Manny and Scott, uh, yeah, podcast, I'm trying to remember, it's been a while. But um, yeah, so please feel free to put comments and, and questions out there for us. Uh, we, we love hearing what, what you guys have to say. and. Uh, Anyway, so getting back to this segment, uh, one of the things that we wanted to ask um, my sister is the female perspective of dating today, um, sort of the, the good and the bad, the positive and negatives, um, the different experiences that she had. Again, in episode six, we kind of talked about some of ours, but we want to kind of turn this, uh, most of the segment's going to be her talking about her experiences. We'll interject from time to time, but anyway, um, so sister, I guess the... The first question is, and we kind of just talked about this a second ago, off air, um, we're all single. The three of us are single right here on um, this podcast, and we're cool. So any of you haters out there, you can keep on hating. <laughs> <laughs> this is how cool we are. <laughs> we are overqualified. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. So we're, so we're out there. We're available. Um, for our listeners, if you're you know, interested, whatever. Um, <laughs> let's turn it back to the segment topic, shall we? Um, all right, so sister, your experiences as a single female, you've also got a different uh, perspective than we have being a single mom, a single parent, and we're just going to open it up. Tell us some positive and negatives that you've experienced. So just a little background on me. Um, I'm... I'm pretty much an open book about my life. No. <laughs> Until it comes to my personal relationships. Um, I feel like I have I've given a lot of voice for a reason, so I like to share as much as I can, but I also like to keep certain things private to protect, you know, people and anonymity. Yes. Anyway, so um, just a little background on me. Like I said, I'm 36, single mom of three, amazing, fantastic children. They are. Thank you. <laughs> um, their dad and I divorced six years ago. And then I recently came out of um, a four-year relationship just this past August. Um, it was kind of like a kick in the gut, slam in the face, punch in the gut, whatever you want to call it, unexpected. And so, I mean, there's really no other option but to just accept it, learn from it, and move on. And so I've had several months, obviously, to reflect and figure out how I want to deal with that. And I'm a very busy person and I don't have time to be sad <laughs> and to um, get all depressed and that kind of stuff about it. So I can't be anything but grateful for the time that we had, for it being you know, <laughs> for what I've learned, for how I am now on this side of it, what I want next in my next relationship, um, what I expect, what I demand, what I deserve. And I think for number one, women who are single, whether you are a mom or not, but especially if you're a mom, we have got to stop settling. We have got to stop accepting 
crap behavior and using it as an excuse, oh, well, they're, they're just learning or I'll be more patient. No, I don't know if it was Oprah or <laughs> somebody, <laughs> I don't know who said it, but they said, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And I've always had that quote in the back of my mind. It's probably my Angelou, I'll bet you. Mm-hmm. I always have that quote in the back of my mind. And it's so true because I live by that. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I don't want to say in your face, but I just am who I am. And people can get a first impression of me quickly and either good or bad. But it's consistent. That's just how I'm the same with everybody, if that makes sense. And maybe you can attest to that, Scott. Absolutely. Um, I'm, like I said, very open and honest. and. And so for dating now on this side of it, I'm not quite ready to date. Um, It was a four-year relationship. It was, for lack of a better word, a heavy relationship. It was hard. It was a lot of hard work. Um, Just because it was so different from my marriage, because I was different. So my marriage, um, we were young. We got together in high school. And, you know, people grow differently and change differently or don't. And, and then when you in that relationship and hopefully you have time to heal and reflect <laughs> and learn before you jump into the next one, which is I think a huge problem for so many people in this day and age, they aren't okay with being by themselves. And if you don't even like yourself by yourself, nobody else is going to want to spend time. Right? <laughs> That's a great point. Do you know what I mean though? Yeah, like, people ask me all the time, well, don't you get lonely? And I don't. I love my alone time. I love being alone. You can let yourself get lonely, 100%, but I choose not to focus on that, and I am, as they say, building an empire, so I'm busy. I don't have time to be sad and lonely, and I don't like a lot of people in my space anyway. <laughs> so I think for women especially, and for guys, too, you have to be very particular and selfish with your own personal time, and what kind of energy and people you allow into that space, because it, affect, it affects you, and, and what you're trying to accomplish, and your goals, and... I uh, I haven't gone on one date yet since our our breakup in in August, and I don't I think I'm quite ready to right. yet, and that's okay. And that is okay. And to interject on that, your last point too, I think Manny and I have talked about this uh, a little bit on our podcast, but in just our conversations mm-hmm. in general. You know, you do have to be uh, happy with who you are as yeah. a person. And um, I mean, I'll admit, right after my divorce, which is also six years ago, um, you know, the first six months to a year were brutal, like absolutely brutal. I wasn't comfortable because I hadn't been alone in, you know, almost, well, it's too many years to admit, but um, years, like years and years. And uh, so when you're not used to being alone for 16 plus years, it was awkward. Yeah. Now I look back and I'm like, God, this is great. Like most of the time I have now, I'm like, it goes too fast, even when yeah. it's just me. Yeah. And, and I have the same thing. I have people question me and they're like, well, don't you get bored? No, 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 no. Like my time is never boring. I don't have enough time. Right. You know, whether right. it's road trip or spending time with family and friends, you don't have enough time. And I'm very happy with myself and who I am as a person mm-hmm. and who I've evolved to become post-divorce especially and so you're absolutely right when you say that you have to be able to be alone, you know spend time alone and I know Manny can speak to this too um, coming out of his uh, long uh, relationship you have to have that comfort level with yourself and, and who you are and then I think like uh, Amanda said I don't think you get bored and I don't think you um, look at time alone as lonely it's time alone that you need 
and you crave. Yeah, you know, crave. That's a yeah. And then getting back to what you said also about, you know, you have to be able to look selfishly for what you want in the next relationship. And, and I applaud you for doing that because you, you have to. I mean, do you want to interject anything? No, I just, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. The only thing that for me, now that I've been single for a while, mm-hmm. I kind of like my ways now. And it's going to be hard to transition into in a, in a relationship because I'm so used to what I'm doing now. So it's like, I know you have to like kind of give and take and stuff like that and you have to adjust, but I've got my routine down mm-hmm. and I just hate to just change it. I'm, I'm selfish that way, but I'm comfortable. Right. That's okay. So. And I think that's good looking, okay, so we're all over 30 here, right? So I think you look at dating and relationships differently than you younger. <laughs> and you should, right? Mm-hmm. So we were talking a bit of a little bit about the terms that people use for dating, and mm-hmm. I haven't dated since high school, guys. So it was like 1999. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really date back then, so we had money and whatever. But like you were saying, with routine and stuff, I think that's good. You have to preserve that part mm-hmm. of yourself, uh, even when you're in a relationship and in a long-term relationship. And I think a lot of couples, at least friends that I talk to now, especially. Um, one or the other, one of the spouses or one of the partners, makes the other person subconsciously feel guilty for having their own personal ways and mm-hmm. things that they need to make themselves happy. Example, I have one of my best friends, um, I don't know how long they've been married, a long time, um, and he doesn't do any of his his stuff anymore. You know, He doesn't go walking anymore, he doesn't go hunting anymore, because his wife, consciously or consciously makes him feel bad about it that he needs to be home with the family but that's wrong to me because completely wrong when you have a routine you kind of have to use that as a safety net just in case the relationship doesn't work you know you're comfortable you know with your routine and that goes back to you want you need to remember how awesome you are and how fun it is to spend time doing what you like and i think that's a really good part about relationships is um, okay, so, you know, partner number one likes this stuff, partner number two doesn't. You don't ever have to like it. You don't ever have to want to go ballroom dancing with this person. Right. Give them their space, give them their time to do that because it makes them, number one, miss you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And appreciate you that you are allowing them to have their individuality, which is so important. I think especially with young people in this day and age, like they wrap themselves so much in their partner. Like, oh my God, I love him so much. I'm so lost without him. Well, that's insane. You shouldn't be lost. Like, I, I tell my kids all the time. Well, so my, my older daughter, she's 15. She gets it. We talk about all this kind of stuff. And she asked me if I was ready to start dating. And I said, no. And when I am, we'll all sit down. She says, that's what we do. And she goes, well, do you think you'll ever find anybody to complete you? And it's, I got really upset at her because I feel like I do a good job showing the kids that I'm whole all by myself, right? Even without them. I'm whole as just Amanda. And so I was explaining to her, I was like, you have to be your whole entire circle and whoever you choose to join should come inside, not complete the circle, but should come on the inside. And she, she didn't quite get it. So I literally drew her picture and I was like, look, <laughs> this is me in the circle. It's, it's, it's never ending. It's complete. And so whoever I bring into the circle, friends, relationships, they're just adding to, they're not completing the circle because if and when they go, you still have to be that whole entire circle by yourself. And I think a lot of people, especially young people, they don't understand that and they don't know how 
to complete their circle, <laughs> for lack of better words, because there's too many distractions. Too many distractions, and they don't know how to be by themselves. They don't know how to go do anything by themselves. I mean, you look at girls. We have to take people to the bathroom with us, you know. And one of my favorite things to do, true. even when I was in a relationship, so was I would take myself to dinner. I would take myself to a movie. And can I just say, it's amazing as a mom to go and do that by yourself. You don't have to take anybody to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. You don't have to share your stuff. You get to eat the whole bucket of popcorn. It's all yours. Nobody's talking to you. So if you've never dated yourself, you need to do that. Even when you're in a relationship, it's very, very, very important. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited to start dating. <laughs> I don't. I expect a lot from people in my space, and um, I have been made to feel bad about those expectations, which I will never apologize for. And if that means I'm single for the next four years, then that's what it means, and I'm okay with that because. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with Scott. <clears throat> I go, you know, if we ever, let's just say we don't find that one. Did we fail in life? I say no. Yeah. But people will see it like, how come you're not married? Or right. how come you don't have right. anybody? Or they like look at you like, you know. Yeah, like in our society, it's almost looked upon as, as a failure of mm-hmm. some sort, which I've never understood that. Yeah. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I, I don't know, um, just threw a blank. <laughs> well, I think, touching on, back on what uh, Amanda was saying and what we've talked about in the past, being single, there's so many cool things to it. I mean, yeah, there are times I'll admit that I do get lonely and it would be really, really great to be in a relationship with a special woman, but... I don't think I need that to, to right, feel successful right. or to feel complete right. either. Um, now, eventually, I do see myself marrying somebody else. Again, I don't know if that's going to be five years from now, 10 years, 15. I have no idea. Um, but getting back to what you just said, I, I don't see this failing even if I don't, if I don't have another right. marriage. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, wouldn't, I can't even understand. If I was going to go dating, it wouldn't be the same uh, qualifications I had then that right. it is now. Right. Like, back when and I was younger, yeah, right. when I was younger, I was so conceited and, and just like, you know, she's got to look like this, she's got to right. be yeah. like, she's got to be this smart. Or, today, I'm happy with the girl just wearing the Ramones t-shirt and I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You know, it just says Rolling Stones. Ramones, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very questionable. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but you know, it, it's different. And, and you, but you also have to challenge that your age is also, yeah. you know, should I be more lenient? Right. No. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. That, for me, I don't. I think that's a really good point um, from the girl perspective. Like I said, I have high expectations of anybody in my space um, because that's what I'm willing to give. And so looking into dating options, I know there's a gazillion and online dating. And I'm so old fashioned, like, you know, follow me around at Target and ask for my phone number. <laughs> you know, and then let's go. Not Walmart. Wait. <laughs> Not Walmart. Wait, stocking's okay. <laughs> There you go, folks. <laughs> Stocking is okay. Stocking is okay. 
Um, moms especially try to mask it. Oh, this is just mom's friend. This is mom's friend. Okay, well, they don't need to meet right. all your dang friends. <laughs> like, it's not healthy for them, in my opinion. Everybody, whatever, your life is different. But like I said, I expect so much is going to be in my space. So magnify that by a million if you come into my kids' space, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You have to be phenomenal by what you show me, by what you are showing me on your own accord, not what I've asked for, not what I've told you that I need. You just have to do it. You have to be that person, and then I will welcome you into our space. But um, I don't know, looking back with this last relationship, we did, we went very, very slow. We were really good friends for five years before we got into a serious relationship. So that's nine years, you know, five years of friendship, four years of a relationship. That's nine years that you think you know somebody, and you went slow, and you did it the right way, we did it the right way, and we slowly transitioned the kids in. And, um, I feel like in my specific situation, I had to be respectful to my ex-husband's feelings as well. Yeah. A lot of people think I'm silly for that, but because we co-parent so effectively... Was, was that an issue at all at any point? It, it was. They... <laughs> I don't know how else to say this without just being <laughs> the way that I say it. Like, you know, my balls are bigger. It was mm-hmm. that kind of a competition at the get-go and I sat them both down they're dudes (laughs) they're balls and I was like listen my balls are always going to be bigger than both of you get your crap together or neither one of you gets to spend time with me or the kids right Uh and you have to demand that you have to demand excellence around your kids whether it's your partner your ex who you're co-parenting with and we are lucky in that way that it is just um, my ex-husband and I down in Utah. We don't have outside influences. We don't have grandparents. So we had to figure out how to respect each other um, through dating, through relationships, through the divorce. We communicate now more than we ever had in the 20 years we've known each other. But it was, they had a rough go. Um, my boyfriend at the time and my ex-husband, they were both really protective of me um, and they didn't have the communication skills to work it out between the two of them. So it was a rough, probably year and a half. Yeah. And then I finally sat them down and had that conversation. It was like, look, enough. Mm-hmm. We're all grown-ups. We all want the best for these kids, and that's what we have to focus on. And then it was fine, and they coached basketball together for my son. And, you know, we we went on vacations together, you know, during baseball season. We were obviously the same thing, but, you know, the kids are so lucky in that way that they could see not only mom and dad get along, which that's what they're used to, but to see these other people come into our mix, our family, and to be respectful and knowing that they're in because mom wants them to be here. They must provide something good and positive for me, their mom, to bring them in. And and that's why I'm scared to date because (laughs) some people just suck. Let's just be real. Like they've got crappy values or they don't know their values or they want to rush or they don't know really what they want and they just want to fill their time with people and things and I don't have time for that. Yeah. I just don't. And so when I am ready to date, I'll talk to the kids about it. And I don't know, maybe you online dating, that petrifies me because... <laughs> well, Scott just recently just went on an <laughs> online dating. Let's oh, hear geez. how his experience yeah, went. Yeah, <laughs> let me hear about that yeah. because I might just shut down all my social media after this. Since the last... <laughs> yeah. You might. Since the last episode that we did a month ago... Um, yeah, I I had not done online dating for over two, probably three years. Wow. I think three years ago was the last time. 
And so I recently, God, two weeks ago, it was two weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, I went online and I thought, through the urging of, a, of another pal, he's like, dude, you should try this one out. Give it a shot. It's different. Yeah, it's different. And, and in a way it is. It's a little different. No, it's not Tinder, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> um, but I did go online. I filled out the quick little profile, blah, blah, blah. And um, last Saturday, actually a week ago, had my first date. Um, yeah. And it went it was a mixture of pain <laughs> and, and agony. And agony and suffering. And I'm deleting my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, and as we're talking here, I've already deleted it. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, let's just say she was not wearing a Ramones t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> was it uh, Katy Perry? Yeah. Well, the Carpenters? Yeah, it was more Carpenters. No. <laughs> no, she was a nice woman. Um, we, we met, we, we, we had a couple of drinks together, mm -hmm. um, we talked, we, she, she loves to travel like I do, we had, had messaged each other a little bit right. before, um, we got together for our date, and in person, it was fine, I mean, you know, uh, but, but I'll just I'll lay it out there. We, we were probably together for an hour and a half, okay, yeah. had a couple drinks, nothing yeah. big. Um, and about an hour and 20 minutes of that was about her. Ugh. Yeah, like I literally, I think the only question I got from her in that entire time was, what was your favorite place to travel to? Which is a great question, right. by the way. And, right. and I did talk about that a little bit for about five minutes. Um, but then it went right back to her all the time. And, and I, I have questions for her, where, where do you work, what do you do? You know, what's your favorite place to travel? Where, where do you like to go? You know. The whole gamut. Yeah. And there was very, very little reciprocation, which I was kind of going, God, at one point in this hour and a half that we're together, we will talk about, you know, maybe travel stuff, some mm -hmm. sports stuff, um, you know, what I do for a living, what she does. We really, we covered hers, but we never... So was she no talking questions. about? Does she have kids? Was it all about no her kids? kids. Oh, no, no kids, yeah, even now. Yeah. Girl, yeah. listen here. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Write that stuff in your journal. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> and honestly, sister, that's what I thought the whole time. Oh. Like, she, she, not a bad person, not a, and and not not bad looking or anything like that. But I did not have any interest in her because at the end of the, the hour and a half, I know that's a relatively short amount of time, the big scheme of things, but it's enough. Yeah. It's enough time. Right. And I'm one of these people, as you mentioned earlier, too, that that I can read people. I know it's a yes or it's a no. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. take me an hour and a half yeah. generally. Yeah. And it was a no. And I was, I kept waiting, oh, no, 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 give us some more time. Then no, it just never got better. Yeah. And I know I wasn't wanting to go through 20 questions or anything mm -hmm. like that. Right. But I thought there'd be some, wow. more than one. And it just never developed. And, and did I enjoy some of the talk about the travel? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. But um, when it was 90% her talking, it ended up getting a little yeah. old. And yeah. Well, and that's why I asked if she had kids, because I could understand. Yeah. I could talk about my kids. Of course. You know, until the sun comes up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she, she ended up having no kids or anything. Um, she was on her way to meet up with her brother, who was also downtown Boise, um, and he was celebrating a birthday party or whatever. 
and she invited me to go, and I said, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, God, no. <laughs> I said, no, thank you. <laughs> and so, so anyway, you know, I gave her a hug, and we went her merry way, um, and I enjoyed my walk around downtown Boise in the brisk air. Um, but like an hour later, I get a message from her thanking me for the, 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 the date, if you want to call it a date, um, and her phone number, which I didn't ask for. I mean, oh, I'm so yeah. flattered, yeah. but I'm not going to be calling her. So how do you do that? Do you ghost her? Do you let her down gently? Right. Because you, okay, so my brother's a decade older than me, right? So when you dated, it was different than... <laughs> That's how I dated, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's how my relationship, this last one, ended, right? After four years, he ghosted me literally for a week. Yeah. Uh, come on, dude. Yeah. Seriously. And yeah. then was like, trying to break up with me in his kitchen while the kids are in the driveway. Oh. Like, no, this is not the conversation that's we're having. not cool, yeah. I want to kick you in your balls. Like, you're giving me time. If you're going to break up with me, right. you're right. going to do it on my time. Yeah. You know, but so yeah. that, how would that... Because she offered her phone number, you didn't ask for it. Right. How? And because I know you, I know what you would do. Mm -hmm. But for our listeners, what is the proper way? I and I struggle with it because know. I read it and um, I didn't answer. I was like, I'm gonna process this for a minute. <laughs> and you know, um, so I I thought about it the next morning. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking about it some more. Because I have no interest. Right. And but at the same time, I do fancy myself a nice fellow. <laughs> and so I told, I wrote her back. I said, "Hey, uh, thanks again for meeting up. Um, enjoyed the travel conversation because I did. Right. I mean, that's not a that's not a falsehood. I, right. I did enjoy it, some of it. Um, and then I I said, and again, I don't know what's right and wrong because right. we talked about this. We don't know the rules. Yeah. And, and um, especially being married for so long like I was, I didn't know what to do. And I still, it's weird. I still don't know what to do when it yeah. comes to dating. Yeah. I'm learning. But I just wrote her back and I said, hey, you know, uh, really nice to talk about travel. Um, um, and how did I leave it? I, I said something, and I'm not wording it. This was a week ago, so lots happens in a week. Yeah. But I said something to the effect of maybe we can... Uh, hang out again sometime. I was very, very non-committal. Right. And I didn't take her number down or anything. I mean, it's flattery, yeah. but yeah. I don't, I have no interest. Yeah, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> so, so when you ask that question about, you know, right or wrong or, or how exactly, yeah. I don't know that there is a right or wrong. No, I, I would agree. And I think I would struggle with that because like you, and we, we've talked about this before, we know, we... We do really good with first impressions with people, yeah. Scott and I. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where we got it. <laughs> we just developed it over time. That's a whole other problem. But I am, and that's why I don't have a lot of women friends because I just, I can't. I can't. Can <laughs> I can't. Especially where I live, it's a different breed of women. Um, I, you know, I have my core group of gals and they accept me for my craziness and my psycho self. Um, but for dating, that's how it would be. Um, I would want you to tell me I had a great time. I'm not interested, you know, have a great right. life rather than string me along. And I think for women too, and I preach this to my girls and my son all the time, never, ever, ever apologize for how you feel and what you want to say. Right. And so... Um, I think that's a strong message and a great message. Right. And because with women, it's just habit for us to be like, uh, I'm sorry, but this is just how I feel. Okay. When you say sorry, that negates what you feel. Like, in my opinion. Right. So, sure. to flip the switch, if I were the girl 
and you gave me your phone number, I would be like, thank you very much, I had a great time, unfortunately I'm not interested, right. you know, have a great holiday, something like that. And that's a, it's a clean cut. Yeah. Like, there's no more, there's no questions, there's no up in the air, anything, because like I said, I don't have time for that stuff. Right. Like, just yes or no, I'm black and white, I don't, don't right. put me in the gray, I, I won't do it. And I struggle <laughs> Do you know that. what I mean? Yeah, but I you're such a nice guy, so it makes, Thank you. it makes sense in that way, but... But I struggled with it. Right, and now she maybe is on the other side, she probably checked you on her list, and she's moving on to the next sure. one, whatever. But because she did give you her phone number, she's probably still sitting at home and will for the next little while wonder, I wonder if he'll ever text me. I wonder if he'll call me. Right. And she may not. Right. But if she was like me, and it was kind of left open-ended that way, I would text her in a couple weeks and be like, hey, you want to go out or not? You know? Right. Right. But a lot of people are not so straightforward yeah. in that way. Yeah. So I wish more people were. Yeah, that's <laughs> it true. would save us all it would. so much it freaking totally time. It totally would. <laughs> I, and I, I guess it's interesting because going back online again was a struggle for me. Right. I was urged to do it by a friend and you know I'm not like uh, I'm totally against the idea yeah. but it is different and, and again I think we covered this before um, I'm just kind of a I, I would rather do it organically right. old-fashioned right. meet somebody and you know because it's still possible yeah it is still possible mm -hmm. it is it is and I think hope is such a strong um, thing in our lives you yeah. know if if you don't have hope then I mean that's just I, I, I feel bad for people that don't right. and I still have hope now I'm not gonna lie there are times and periods where we've kind of gone through the dating thing uh, being single thing where I have lost hope yeah. I literally have sat and went oh my god like why is it so hard to find a good woman right like why is this so damn difficult she's your sister <laughs> 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 no, but it is, it's one of those things, that I know we all feel this way, yeah. like, why is it so damn difficult? Yeah. And, and I know she's out there, I really do. Right. But I don't know where, and I don't know how, right. but she is. But I don't know, and, and there, so I thought the dating thing, again, online, I'll give it a shot. I don't know how long I'll do this. Yeah. I might try it for a couple more weeks and then call it good. I might be on a, a couple months. I have no idea. Well, and do you guys feel in this day and age with the online dating and social media and that kind of stuff, do you feel like it's an even play field where the guys don't have to do all the work? Like, are there some girls that just put themselves out there and are like, hey, you're really cute, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, for, for me, I, I'm old school. Right. And, and, and when a girl is really aggressive like that, kind of scares me because I'm not used to that. That's good to know. Um, but... <laughs> no, I mean, it's good. It's, it's just, good. It's, yeah. it's, it's good. Right. But it's also like, man, I'm going to be, it's, it'll be a challenge for me right. to even be above you and protect you. That makes sense. Um, so it's kind of like, it's, 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 it's intimidating. Yeah. But not in a, you know, bad way. Yeah. It's just, it's like, Wow, that you'll have to put a lot of effort to a female that's like that. Yeah. Um, for me, I like a girly girl. I like a girl who's simple. Um, kids is no issues. Um, but it like the online dating. I I I can't get into that. I'm more of a. I gotta feel you. I gotta. Mm -hmm. I like the butterflies. Right. I don't want to guess. Right. There's going to be butterflies when I look at someone's picture. Right. And 
when Scott went on that date, I want to know if it tarnished anything. Right. Like, are you willing to do it again? I mean, did that bad experience make you feel like, man, it was did. that wasted my time? It did. It did. I walked away from it. And again, um, you know, it was last Saturday, so it was right before Christmas. I was still in a good mood. Right. But I, I won't lie, but I got back to my car. After walking around downtown Boise, it was still pretty. The lights are out. Mm-hmm. Christmas lights in there. So that lived in my spirits. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, it did tarnish things. And, and, and I brought it up before. I'd rather find it myself or somebody that knows me mm-hmm. would set me up. Yes. Right. That's what I right. want. Yep. That's, That's a better chance yep, than agree. and then just throwing a dart. Yeah. And find out if it's going to stick or not. And that's exactly how I feel, too, because I haven't had that experience yet. Because, you know, and I'm, I'm jokingly, joking, not joking, throw it out to friends and say, hey, if you know any single ladies, you know. Yeah, like because that. you trust that person. You do. Right. And because they know you. And they know you to an extent. And so right. you're, you're, they're kind of your filter. <laughs> and so um, when I walked away from this date last Saturday, I was like, did I make a mistake? Did I go back on the, not not like too soon yeah. it's been like two or three years right. so I don't think it's too soon but at the same time I question okay am I doing this right should I just go back to hoping that organically it'll happen someday yeah and I probably you know I'm <laughs> leaning that way mm-hmm. but I'm I'm going to give this a, a shot for a short amount of time and I guess it did it did tarnish that in, in a way but I again there's that hope that yeah. hope that okay maybe maybe I will find somebody out there right yeah, and I, so Scott and I, we got divorced really the yeah. same time, right? And so to watch your transition to go from, that's not, I don't know what the word is I'm looking from, but you were in a really long-term relationship, and then to go to seeing you single, right? Yeah. And to see how much you've grown and how much you enjoy your alone time, like, I expect so much of this person that's going to come into your life, you know? And I don't want you to settle. I don't want you to... Um, just accept anybody just because right. I'm getting older and right. I don't want that for you and you don't want that for me, right? And so I think if you have to be brave, number one, to date the way that we it seems like want to date because it's it's hard to read people. Um especially if you don't know them. Right. And and I think that's what's keeping me from being ready to do that is I'm I'm brave in a lot of things but I don't I don't know, like I don't I don't want to retell my story to a stranger. Right, right. You know, I just, and I, I can talk about myself. Hey, in my case, you didn't even have to. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get asked about my story. So it was kind of nice. Right? <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to get to know somebody, yeah, right? And so I, when I am ready to date, which will probably be in the next few weeks, I don't know, I'm going to reach out to my few girlfriends that I have and be like, look, I'm ready. If you know somebody amazing, Mr. Fantastic, because they know what kind of mom I am. They know what I expect about my kids. They know what kind of co-parenting relationship I have. And so that's where I will start. I don't know if I'll ever venture into the online dating thing. Um, Maybe I'll get lonely and reply to one of these messages. There's <laughs> always there's always By the way another PSA of, <laughs> we may have touched on this before. The absolute worst commercials ever. Are, are <laughs> yeah. And I wonder I always wonder like are they intentionally making them that bad because 
they generate publicity, or do they really think those are good commercials? Because they're know. horrible. They're, they're the worst. They're the worst. Like, keep making them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, do, they do make people laugh. Let me ask you this, kind of coming back a little yeah. bit, maybe to maybe to close this out. Um, I know, I know. We know. Our listeners are like, are you guys? And you're talking. Um, yeah, can you, tell, can you tell she's my sister? Yeah, yeah I know it's very obvious. Um, but it's a good thing. Uh, and um, I guess, and I think Manny and I may have talked about this before in our podcast, but the, the other side of having organically uh, people introduce us um, as, as single people, you know, and, and you, you trust your friends and your family right. to, to kind of filter people out and because they know you. And so the, I guess the, um, not the negative side of this, but let's take it a step further. Mm-hmm. Can people maybe be too critical when they're 100%. filtering for you and me and Manny? 100%. And I think that's where your responsibility comes in to either do the online dating or to actively seek, not even dates, but just meeting new people, right. you know, expanding your circle. And, and changing maybe some preconceived notions that you have that make you so critical of people. Right. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I've had to do that, right? right. Because my list of expectations yeah. of a partner, number one, but just anybody, is so high. As it should be. Almost, unattain- almost <laughs> unattainable. I have had to purposely step outside my comfort zone, make new friends, whether it's through my business or just organically, yeah. stop a cute guy at Target and be like, hey, you know, let's have coffee. <laughs> you know, which I've done twice. <laughs> see, that never happens to me. Like, and I would be flattered. Oh, see, that, I would be flattered if somebody did that. So, ladies, if I'm walking around Target and you want to come talk to me, please do. Please do. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's good to be critical if you know where it's coming from, right? So we have a good judge of character, and I'm not ever going to apologize for that or downgrade that for anybody because that is what shows me your core. That is what allows me to accept certain things and not accept certain things. And so um, I think it's all about communication, which let's be real, people suck at it nowadays, right? Because we don't have to do it. We don't have to learn to communicate until we do it, right? Until you want to maintain positive relationships or grow or learn. And I had to learn that. You, we've talked yep. about that, Scott, several times. Mm-hmm. Um, just it, with friendships, let alone relationships, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm having to be more open. I don't want to say less critical, but more open and accepting to all kinds of different right. people that come into my circle. Again, when I actively start dating, it, I'll have to... I don't want to say lower the barriers, but just be more open-minded because yeah. you never know, number one, what somebody's going through, sure. and who doesn't need more friends? Right. So, you know, okay, Good we point. don't get along on a dating level, but if you're some, somebody cool I want to go hiking with, yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you still have to maintain your core values and what you accept and what you don't accept, and um, just wrapping back around to single moms especially, I wish more pursuers, men or women, Coming into that space, you were more respectful of their schedule. So um, when I first started dating my ex, he would get really offended if I wouldn't text him back with him. Wow. Dude, I have small kids. Like, So I feel like, again, communication is very important. And I set my schedule from the beginning. I was like, look, I'm available this time and this time and this time because my kids didn't know we were dating. Right? We had a secret relationship before I filtered him into the family. Sure. And I had to set those boundaries and be like, okay, you can call me or text me from this time to this time, but after this time, 
no. Mm-hmm. Like, I am with my kids. And I wish more people would do that. Because, number one, it's, it sets your intentions. It sets what you, what you want to allow. And then it also filters out who doesn't want to put in the effort. It's true. Quickly, true. right? And true. then, okay, if this person's not going to respect my time schedule, they're not going to respect my kids' schedule either. Right. So it's easy to filter those kind of people out. Yeah. Um, and as a pursuer, you should ask. Be like, okay, well, is it okay if I call you? Is it okay if I text you after 9 p.m.? You know, stuff like that. You should be taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, it's totally true. You have to, you have to run your dating life as a business, I think, and you have to have business hours and your clothes That's from good point. this time to this time, and you reserve the right to refuse service. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know take I mean? that as you will. It's um, <laughs> my sister, so I don't want to pursue that part. But uh, <laughs> no, no, but you know you're right. Like, if we've been chatting or if we've been texting whatever and I don't get a buy from you, I, okay, mom taught us don't ever turn down free food. But you have to. <laughs> right? I'm plenty of it today. <laughs> you know, if we're not competitive on right. messaging or anything, I'm not going to go on a date with exactly. you. I'm just, I'm not. Exactly. And so, but, but messaging and talking on the phone is different. Yeah. You know, and I wish more people would be organic that way and yeah. call. Or FaceTime. Yeah. Um, but according to my schedule. <laughs> well, and I, I want to bring it exactly. And I want to bring it back just a minute, sister, as well, because you, I, I admire the changes that you've gone through as well. You know, with your divorce, um, you know, it was a very long, long term, many years as well. And then to transition into this uh, last relationship, um, and then having it, you know, uh, end in August. Um, you handled it like a champ, and and I'm proud of you because you, you, let's say this, you 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 allowed yourself to, to deal with it as you should, um, but you also have moved forward, and your example that you set for your kids, my nieces and nephew, um, is is wonderful because you know going back to what we started talking about at the very beginning of the podcast even. Um, is that you know you you want to set this example? You want to show your children um, that they're complete by themselves. They don't need a, a man or a woman in their lives that does that. They should be an additional person. And I think that's that was well said, and and, and that's something that I think a lot of people you know need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I think you know uh, after after my divorce, I need to, to hear that as well. And I think. Several years ago, when we were talking about this, and you know, when I talked to other friends and family about it, mm-hmm. I really, you know, took those types of things to heart and, and yeah. said, yeah, yeah, I don't need to worry about another person right now, and, yeah. and I need to focus on myself, and I have, yeah. and and you have as well, yeah. and Manny has as well, and I think it's something that we all need to do, uh, all of our listeners, whether you're married or not married, single or not single, that you could you could you know learn a lot about yourself by doing things for yourself and by yourself yep and i was gonna say that number one don't settle guys or girls like if you have a list of expectations and things that you know that you deserve and you want stick to it okay don't compromise that because that is who you are at your core that is what makes you happy if you're willing to give that wait until somebody can give that to you because they want to not because you've told them not because you need it because you've asked for it they should just want to do that for you and then my second piece of advice i don't care how old you are but especially the younger generation 20s mid-20s stop rushing stop trying to find this person to make this beautiful instagram life which we all know is not real life you know i think so many people especially where i live 
they see the ring, they see the pretty wedding pictures, they see the pregnant belly, but they don't see the relationship, they don't see the marriage after that. And everybody gets sucked into that because yes, it's wonderful and you want the butterflies and eventually they go away. Right. They just do. And then you're left with dirty dishes and dishwashers <laughs> empty and dirty diapers. Dirty and diapers <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And so I think so many people don't know how to be alone, like right. I was saying, that they right. rush to fill that space with somebody. So true. And you especially if you have kids, you have got to stop filtering your kids through all these people. It is so damaging mm-hmm. and in my opinion makes you a crappy parent. And so I judge you for that. <laughs> and that's just that's just the reality of it. And so I set that example, and I had talked with the kids. We talked about it probably a month and a half ago. Um, my youngest, she's ten. She's very wide, wide-eyed and bright-eyed and innocent still. And she's like, "Mom, do you think you'll start dating?" And I was like, "Yeah, eventually, not anytime soon." She's like, "You don't need a man." I was like, "I know." And my son, he goes, "Well, mom's basically superwoman." And I just was like, "You know what? I'm doing my job." That's cool. Right? Yeah. They, I'm setting the example that I need. They're clearly seen, exactly. so I'm fine on this path that I'm on. So I'm happy with where I am. Um, when this person does come along, eventually yeah. I will be excited for the time that we have. And if it doesn't work out, then learn from it and move on. Yeah. But just you got to center yourself and be happy with yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Well, Amanda, you've been a wonderful guest. <laughs> I appreciate you joining us today you and putting, giving us your perspective on Anytime. dating and stuff. You so. can find my book in stores tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Yes, that. we want you to go ahead and plug in your business. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Promote, so, promote, promote, promote. Yeah. All social medias, whatever you're on, let them know. Okay, great. So, um, yes, and we'll put it on our yeah, website. Yeah, I'll add that on, to your, on your fan page later. Um, so yes, my by day, <laughs> I am a daycare provider. I do in-home daycare uh, there in Utah and have for nine years, um, so I can stay home with my kids. And then my little side you hustle. Teach, you teach oh yeah, them, we do preschool. Do we do all. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's not just pretty bomb. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been there for some of it. Do you teach these kids and they they're learning and they're they're playing and they're having their good times, Thank but you. they're learning as they're doing. It's what's the a job, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you're so lucky. You can sit and watch TV. Uh, what what window are you looking at? Because that's not how we roll. It's like yeah. so that's that's my that's my day job, and then by night I moonlight. Hey, whoa! <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> I do network marketing for a vegan hair care line um, that specializes in hair growth. So um, I've been doing it for just over a year. It's a lot of fun. Are you on Facebook, I'm Instagram? I'm on Facebook. I have Instagram, and I'll link those. Um, okay, great. Onto your guys' page, but I just thank you for the opportunity. This is so much fun. And I'll guess. I'll guess. Spot any any old time. I love it. We will have you back. Yeah, definitely. We'll have you so back. Fun. Can you stick around for our last segment? Absolutely. And- I mean, <laughs> okay. Of course we do. Of course we do. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be uh we'll come back here soon. Be right back. Perfect. Okay, this is our last segment of the show. Um we're going to be discussing uh New Year's traditions and resolutions. Um I'm going to go ahead and start off. Um my resolution this year is to eat more healthy, <laughs> which is we'll see how long that lasts, <laughs> especially with Mom and making tamales and stuff. <laughs> um, That's a great idea. Uh, traditions, I, you know, I used to just hang out with friends. Um, but you're older now and things change. So normally I just 
stay home and watch movies, pretty much. Just stay off the streets. Yeah. <laughs> stay off the streets. Stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. What about you, Sky? Do you have um, anything? I'm kind of the same way. Like, the, the older I've gotten, and we don't really generally do anything as a family um, with siblings or with, with mom or anybody like that. So generally on New Year's Day, for me it's sleeping in and maybe it's uh, watching football, watching some college football games. And then at night, if, if I'm not watching the game um, and, and, and I'm just chilling, I'll throw a movie or two on. And that's just kind of, I like having New Year's Day like that. It's just uh, generally cold outside and I like just bundling up and, you know, just kind of, you know, staying home. Um, New Year's Eve, I've had a lot of fun New Year's Eves, um, uh, especially since I've been a single guy. Um, and, and you know, some of them have been really fun and some of them have been really boring. But, you know, there's, there's always that, that possibility of adventure. Um, and that could probably be another whole podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I think it's fun to go out on New Year's Eve. And we've done that as a family, I think, before. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. No. no. Oh, maybe it was just for like a, when did we go out for like a winter pub crawl? Maybe. Maybe we, t- I don't or am I thinking your pub crawl in September or birthday? <laughs> <and birthdays? laughs> or Amy, our sister yeah, Amy's Yeah, I don't think we've ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe know. we haven't. Yeah. Okay, well I have done a pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. No, I've done, I've done a pub crawl for New Year's Eve with some pals and it, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, but do I want to do that every year? No, I really don't. Again, if I was 25, I would be like, oh, yeah, dude, let's get out there. Let's go downtown all the time. Not the same. I just don't feel like doing that all the time. Sometimes it's fun. Um, now, having said that, Manny and I might be going to a house party this uh, New Year's Eve. We're, we're still talking about We're still in negotiations. Um, but, uh, but I do look forward to doing that uh, with you. And then, and then also sleeping in the next day and then just having a chill day. So, sister, what about you? Uh, so, growing up for New Year's Eve, we would always go to our aunt's house, right? Um, she does a big, huge bingo, crazy fest, um, which she still does. And we, I have not been up in Idaho for New Year's, I think three or four years, probably. It's been, it's been that long. So, the last few, my, and my kids have come up with their dad, and they, I don't know, whatever they do on the side of the family. Um, so the last three or four years, I was home in Utah and in bed like by 10:30. I mm-hmm. set my alarm for 12:05 so I can wake up and call my kids See the ball drop. <laughs> and tell them Happy New Year and go back to bed. But this year, I'm excited. So I, I it's not a date. I'm hanging out with an old friend. Oh. New Year's Eve, downtown Boise, and I've never gone out on New Year's Eve ever in my adult life. So. I'm really excited. There's no pressure for mm-hmm. any kind of. <laughs> Is it a friend like, with quotes? Air no, quotes up there. No, not even. No, we've known each other since first okay. grade. He's one of my best friends in high school, and by the power of social media and Facebook, yeah. we've mm-hmm. stayed friends and connected. And um, he doesn't want to hang out with his friends, and I don't want to go to Vigo with my family. New Year's Eve downtown voice. I don't know what we're gonna do, and people might just irritate us, and we might go back to the house and order Chinese. So, yeah. mm, nice. I don't know, but my outfit's going to be popping, and that's really all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about, oh, we didn't talk about our, uh, our resolutions. Well, well, Manny's Mine was uh, eating healthier, oh, okay. so, so we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> After this podcast, you know. <laughs> we'll probably have some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's okay because it's not new. That's true. So we're still good. 
Um, I, I'm the same. I, I, every year I say this, and, and this last year, 2018, I really did a good job until about August. Um, I got healthier, I was exercising more, and doing this and that, um, but with work, I worked a lot of hours, I just didn't have the time until summertime that I got some more exercise and I was in really good shape. And then again, you know, uh, hours of working kind of takes away the exercise time, unfortunately. And then I don't eat very well as well as I should. So I really, really do want to get back to doing that this year, um, starting on January 2nd. Uh, because I allow myself, I allow myself on January 1st, if I'm going to be home watching football, which is probably what I'll be doing, um, I like to have my chips, I like to have my dips. Um, and your chains and whips? And cha- well, no, no, hold on, hold on. Chips and dips little uh, weird science science for those of you that watch that Um, and you should if you haven't seen it you should watch it Um, spoiler alert yeah spoiler alert Um, but I think eating healthy is 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 and should be on most people's list and 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 I really do want to stick with it this year drop some pounds drop the cholesterol level blah 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 all that good stuff but I guess even more so just um, focus more on I guess just I don't know. I, I I was gonna say focus more on 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 uh, happiness and 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 spreading happiness. You know, like for not only yourself but for others. And that's something I like to do. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. And and I think you know, there's the moments and those time periods in the year where maybe you're not feeling all that great or you're you're not feeling uh, full of hope um, and happiness. But but trying to like eliminate those and 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 stay on that positive side because I mean I, I'm a pretty positive person and we all are but um, there was times in 2018 where I definitely let the negative side get the best of me right. and I want to eliminate those more and do a better job of being yeah. positive that's yeah. kind of my idea. I think that's awesome I think I think resolutions are good I make it a point not to make them um, because I'm so competitive with myself if I don't stick to it for like a whole week and I feel like a failure I'm like that so what I've done the last few years is when something is made aware to me then I focus on that so whether it's June or July or October or whatever but I really try to focus on that and um, so for the past few months my practice has been feeling off right something something is wrong and so finally by the urging of a really good friend made doctor's appointments to get all of that stuff figured out and put my care and my physical well-being in the forefront because as moms we, we don't do that I, be, I i preach self-care and i do that kind of stuff but when it comes to medical stuff i just yeah. i don't know why i just slack on that and so i've got like four doctor's appointments set next week to get stuff going on i'm sure nothing's wrong but you know yeah. i'm getting older and but it's good to check right we've got just... stuff on my dad's side that's sort of hereditary you know things like that but as far as the bigger scheme for the whole entire year um we're really on a journey to simplicity and i just want to get rid of all the fluff in my life um, whether it be friends stuff around the house toys anything that doesn't bring me joy or will help progress me in the future it's gone yeah. it's gone um like i said stuff people friends and that kind of stuff and so that's where my focus yeah is going to be um and that takes a lot of effort it does well, and self self-discipline which i really struggle with because i have all day at home by myself and I have a lot of free time on the weekends with my kids with their dad. So it's hard to be disciplined in that. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that and then travel always. Yeah. Always more travel, always. Yeah. And I just to, to piggyback on that comment and maybe wrap this up, um, 
it's travel is always on my list as you guys know um, and I've got some exciting possibilities that are coming up in 2019 I you know you never know exactly which ones are gonna work out but uh, there's baseball trips there's there's some some definite stuff that I'm talking about with some some friends and some family um, that I hope come to pass um, and, 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 and starting efforts right now to, to hopefully make those things come to pass but um, one thing that uh, my sister Amanda does put a lot on her, um, her posts um, social media are experiences over things and I've always liked that I've always felt that way as well um, especially that's one of my just core values is when I travel you know it's about the experiences you know I, it's, it's good to have things for sure but to me when I when I travel it's it's not necessarily to go collect you know um, an item from that trip right. or to do you know it, it's it's you know I'll, I'll visit certain places and, and, and see the things that I want to see but it's about how you feel when you're at those places right. and being present as you're experiencing right. them and appreciating them as you're doing them and so that 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 experiences over things I really like that uh, that um, hashtag that you use or you know um, whatever and it's something I've, I've always believed in and I think that's always a good thing to keep in mind throughout the year you know not, not as a resolution necessarily right. but just you know we should all be mindful of, of being present and, and looking for the experiences that make us happy and sharing those experiences with yeah. others yeah it's yeah. a good point um, before we end it just want to wish all our listeners a happy new years and save uh travels <laughs> um is there any last words you want to add to this i just Amanda? want to thank you guys so much for letting me tag along and i'm excited for the after show <laughs> <laughs> body yeah yo i think i think what you guys are doing is great and i love listening to your guys's perspective because i okay so obviously i've known my brother for how old i am but i know Man, probably just as long, right? And yeah, it's so, been a long time. To know you guys as a child, but then to to know you as an adult, it's a whole it's a holy thing, and I'm I'm loving it. So I think I appreciate doing, that. I, you guys are doing this great. Yeah, I, I, we a lot of family members and friends, and yeah. they say the same thing. Yeah. And it's it's we we give it a shot doing yeah. this podcast, yeah. and we're enjoying it, and people are enjoying and it. And that's the point. And and that's it's just it's just it's just. It's been, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been really fun for okay. both of us. So. Well, I love it. So, so thanks for having me. I'm, again, thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks for being our, our very first special guest, <laughs> sister. And we'll definitely have you back in the future. <laughs> and to our listeners, um, if you're listening to any of our platforms, uh, Apple, Spotify. Um, Anchor. Anchor. Just please uh, rate us. Maybe add some comments. Anything you like or dislike. Let us know. Yeah, what you want to hear and stuff. Yeah. But we we really do like the comments that you guys have put out there so far. Yeah. And yeah, we ask that you on our Facebook fan page, you know, please feel free to, to ask us questions or, or make comments on certain certain issues or maybe suggest certain topics for the future. We're we're all about that. So again, safe safe holidays for y'all. And uh, until next t- time. Until next time. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>